What is good, everybody? Welcome back to Hip Hop Unpackaged. I'm your host, MC Tech, and today we're going to be talking about what is the best Jay-Z album. Now, we're going to be analyzing each Jay-Z album down to the very last grain, and then we, at the end of this podcast, we will come to a conclusion of what is the best Jay-Z album. Now, this is not based on personal opinion of anybody that I know or of my personal opinion. This is based on the consistency of the project, the lyrical content, the sonically how it is, and any other, you know, criteria we think it needs to fill. So, on this episode, let's start it off by taking his first album, Reasonable Doubt. Now, Reasonable Doubt was an interesting album to me. I actually have it on CD right now in the studio. Um, but... I actually might play it. Hold on. I actually might play this album. Because I I personally, this is my favorite Jay-Z album. Um, People tell me that the Blueprint is better, and that's not, to me, that's not true. You know, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Blueprint. I never will be. Um, I did like the Blueprint, though. That's a good album. But it's not as good as Reasonable Doubt for me. And a lot of people say he recorded Reasonable Doubt at a time where his ry- his rhyming style was not his own and he was trying to experiment. It, st- it still was a very consistent project to me and it's still the Jay-Z album where I feel like he was his best. I, now, I, now ba- based on other people's opinions, I could be wrong, but I don't really care. I still see Reasonable Doubt as his best album. And that will never change. So, first of all, we're going to talk about, um, sonically, how Reasonable Doubt sounded. Now, Reasonable Doubt came out in 1996, and a lot of its tracks were more underground sounding, um, none were very mainstream. Now, now Jay-Z had been around before Reasonable Doubt, but Reasonable Doubt was his first debut project he released it when he was 27 years old this is a time when he was a little bit more mature and a little bit more experienced in hip-hop and he was able to showcase that on his debut project that's why his debut project seemed uh extremely developed and focused and it was just overall a, a mature project and one thing that this album has that's key for me is it has a very mafioso vibe like the mafioso you know trend that was going on in the late 90s well I'd say like early to mid to late actually eh, mid mid to late 90s that uh Biggie was riding the wave that Biggie was riding a little bit um a lot of rappers were you know riding that wave and I I think Jay-Z was riding that wave too around this time because that was what what was big around that time um, but Reasonable Doubt was also a very, so a lot of the songs had skits of him, you know, like mafia sounding skits, like get the cocaine, like get the drugs, you know what I mean? Like all, all that type of stuff, you know, throughout the album. And it was, that vibe was president, oh, shit, that vibe is, pr- okay, I can't, I can't even speak. The vibe was present in that album that way. And I really enjoyed it for that. I enjoy albums with the mafioso type vibe. That's why I like a lot of albums from the in the nineties specifically because of that. Um, but we're gonna just kind of take a look at 
my favorite song on the album, and we're just kind of kind of analyze it and look at it, oh, uh, just for how it is, and you know, kind of take it down. Like I said, take it down to the last grain, so we can determine if this is Jay Z's best album. Now, personally, this is my favorite, but we're looking at what you guys might think is the best, or just, or just based on its criteria, what is the best? You know what I mean? This is politics as usual. You know how we do, Rockefeller forever. Catch me, skating through your town, putting it down, y'all relating, no waiting, I'll make your block infrared hot, I'm like Satan, y'all feel a nigga struggle, y'all think a nigga lotto, hustle behind the wheel, trying to escape my trouble, cause y'all been greeting me, I'm talking sweet the keys, cursing the very God that bought this reef to be, my life is based on sacrifices, Jews like Isis, and fools that can guys if you fuck around, you get your guys hit, they built me to be filthy on some ice, do or die shit, for real, the price of leather's got me deeper than ever, and just think winter's here, I'm trying to feel me, nigga. That that hook will always, always get me going on with it. Politics as usual. Wow. <laughs> Alright, Politics as Usual is one of those songs on the album that just really captures the whole vibe of reasonable doubt. Now, this song by itself, I feel like, sums up the whole Reasonable Doubt album. You know, you could you could argue that Can't Knock the Hustle with Mary J. Blige could also, you know, sum up this album. But I feel like this album was very summed up by Politics as Usual. Um, I really like this song. I, I really do. I, it's one of my favorite hip-hop songs ever. Because just, just what he was saying at the beginning, he started off the truck saying, this truck, the truck. The truck, Jesus, guys, I need, I need some, I need some speech lessons. I just said, the, I said the truck, the, the track starts off, you know, with, hmm, look at the lyrics here, because I forgot what he said to me. You, you you catch me skating through your town, putting it down, y'all relating, no waiting, I'll make your black and for red hot, I'm like Satan. So, he was already, already, this is when Jay-Z was hungry as hell, like, he, I love artists when, back when they were hungry like that, like, I know an artist's first release will always be when they were hungry, always, and I, that's what I, I enjoy most about an artist's debut album, and that's why I enjoy usually rappers' debut albums first before any of their other projects because they sound most hungry on them. Now, it, now it's now it also you could argue about this song. This song is very underrated. Now you don't hear a lot of people talking about politics as usual at all. Nobody was talking about politics as usual. Though it sounds like a song that would be talked about, which is kind of weird and kind of makes you go like, hey, what, what's up here? What's going on? But, you know, the, in the sample he was using, 
the sailor was using the stylistic sample. Uh, I just really liked the way it fit into the track. Uh, his flow was really nice on that song. He had a lot of moments where I felt like Jay-Z could not get better than this moment. You know what I mean? And that that already, that's a clue that the song is a classic when you can say the artist has never beaten this part, you know, this this part in their career. They've They've never have. Another song that I feel like on that album um, really captivated the sound was Regrets. Now I'm just going to play a little sample of that just so you guys, if you guys have never heard it. From crack to OPM and third person, I don't wanna see him. So I'm rehearsing with my people's out of GM from a remote location in the BM, scoping the whole situation like metamorphic as the dope turns to cream. But one of these buyers got eyes like a Korean. It's difficult to read them. The windows to his soul were half closed. I put the key in, pulled off slow, hoping my people fleeing. Chink try to knock the only link to tie me in. Cowboys was watching us through nighttime binoculars. This time they got us on tape, exchanging dope for dollars. Make me one. Now, that's Regrets. Now, that is also a really good song. Regrets. Another one of my favorite pop songs of all time. I feel like Jay-Z also used a certain vibe on that song. I feel like he will never use again, you know what I mean? And it kind of takes you back to those old times of, like, back when hip-hop was very underground sounding and less when it was very poppy sounding, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, but overall... Like I said, with uh, Politics as Usual, it has the same kind of thing where it's the beat is really nice, you know, the flow's, the flow's great. Uh, his is just his scheme on that song is incredible too. His charisma, you know, it's you know it's Jay-Z. Whenever he's rapping, you know it's Jay-Z. You know, you can't get it twisted. It's, it's Jay-Z. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I guess that could take us to... His next project, I guess. Um, if you think so. I- I'm trying to think of something else. Reasonable Doubt didn't have much impact, though, as altogether as, a- as an album, which I felt was not really, like... It didn't deserve to be as underrated as it was. I felt like, you know, it's it was a ridiculously underrated album. I feel like that album just lyrically, and even though it might have been an older-styled album overall, even for that time period, um, I feel like it could have... It, it wasn't just... It was just too underrated. I, I, I can't sit there and be like, oh, it got all... It got what it deserved. Like, no. It was it was underrated as hell. Now... Now, we're gonna go to his... Second album in my lifetime, Volume One. Now in my lifetime, Volume One. So I felt like this album. I think this. I think this was produced by Puffy. I'm just looking at that right now. Yep, it was. Dame Dash. DJ Premier was on that jazz. Oh, Buck Wild. 
Yeah, and Sean. Yeah, Diddy. Yeah, so Diddy produced this album. And I feel like this is not a better album than Reasonable Doubt, but it really is, it's it's like next up. You know what I mean? He definitely improved his flow a lot on this album as far as that. Um, he, he, there were a lot of notable songs on this, like The City Is Mine, um, Streets Is Watching, Friend or Foe 98, um, Face Off, Face Off was interesting, um, You Must Love Me, uh, Imaginary Player, like, it's just a lot of songs on there, bro, like, who you with too? You know what I mean. Just a bu- just a bunch of songs that I I really enjoyed personally, um, and this album is argue argue arguable, arguably his second best project. You know I I I'll give it that. It's his second best project if 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 that. So, uh, go to in my lifetime. Let me play a song. One of my favorite songs from that album. Let's play The City Is Mine. Now, this is one of my favorite Jeezy songs of all time as well. I I think that that song, just with his his lyrics, as you as you notice, the beat is very funky sounding. Um, I forget where that I don't know where that sample's from. That's killing me that I don't know where that sample's from. It's not it's not coming to me. It really isn't. But I know that's sampled from somewhere. And the song overall, the song's beat is very funky. So, like, and he's flowing so great with the beat. It's like he's he's riding the beat, like, so well. Like, every, every single drum hit on it, he's, his vocals are hitting perfectly. And he's, it just, it just works. Everything works just perfectly with that song. I, I really, really enjoy that song. Now, if we're going to talk about another song in the album that was notable, I'll say Who You With, too. Uh-huh. I enjoy this song, yeah. too. Yeah, another sprung, huh? Jigga, Rockefeller, y'all. Uh-huh, another sprung, huh? Yeah, beat the repertoire. Papal, feel me on this one. Papal, feel this. Never sprung, huh? Know my style. I love bitches, thug bitches, shy bitches. Now, that song, Who You With Too, very great song. Another great song. It's, it's, all I can say is it's a great song. Like It's a lot of, it's very consistent. Jay-Z's always also been an artist like that where he's incredibly, ins- uh, incredibly inconsistent. Incredibly consistent with his music. He's always, he's always been notable for that. You know, he's always flowed great. He's always had his own style, um... You know, he's just very, he's very consistent. He, and he, every album has satisfied his fans. Like, there, there wasn't, maybe his only album where it wasn't, like, status of, like, one of his greatest albums was probably Kingdom Come, but that was probably his, 
his worst, but it's not even, like, that bad. Like, it's just not as good as his other ones. It's not really a bad album. I would not call that a bad album at all. Kingdom Come, but the thing about Kingdom Come didn't have a, a lot of notable tracks in it. I think that's why people put it to the, at the place they put it, but it's like, whatever. Now, we're going to move on to Jay-Z's third studio album, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. Now, this album, I, eh, it was alright. I, I thought it was alright, personally. You know, it had Hard Knock Life, of course, on that, which has the Annie sample for the hook. Um, I feel like that was a really good song, and I feel like, lyrically, he presents a nice, a nice, um, he presents himself nice, and he has a he has a good flow in that song once again. Uh, but songs on that album just weren't as notable. Like I can't can't name a lot of notable songs on that album. Maybe Hard Knock Life. The only other one uh, I could maybe what could I say? Uh, I'm trying to look at it right now. Probably if I should die. Money ain't a thing. Or can I get a? Those were those were like my favorite songs. Coming of Age of the sequel, maybe too. But that that's all I can really say for that album. That album, the album sounded a lot like In My Lifetime. And I think it actually, I think it actually is because it says Volume Two, Hard Knock Life. So I I think it maybe was a second Volume Two in my lifetime. But yeah, those are the notable songs. But I, I didn't really enjoy that one as much either. You know what I mean? Uh, his next album was Volume 3, Life in Times of Sean Carter, which, again, was a step up from Volume 2, uh, Hard Knock Life. It had a lot of classic tracks on it. It had So Ghetto, Hova Song, um, uh, let's see, Big Pimpin', uh, S. Carter... Dope Man, Do It Again, Put Your Hands Up. Those songs were all great. Now, if you've never heard Big Pimpin', I'm just gonna, like, play a little bit of Big Pimpin', just just so you know what it is. If if you haven't heard that song, I, I swear to God, bro. I swear, I swear. Just that sample in the song. Listen, just that sample in that song. That sample, he could have released that song as an instrumental and that would have still been at the same level it is at now. Like, seriously, that that sample, that flute sample in that song, I still can't get over how good that is. Like, it fits, it works so well with the with the drums. And, and then, uh, to make it even better, to top it off, UGK is in the song. So, you already know it's going to be a dope. It's going to be a dope track. Like, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Um... Yeah, but that's that's another classic Jay-Z song that was on that record. And 
yeah, there's nothing else to say. They presented originally a fun fact too. Uh, originally, Pimp C didn't want to do Big Pimpin', so they had to persuade him to do Big Pimpin', which which is interesting because you never think of like it's like a huge song, and it, it worked out so well. Uh, let's go to his next album. His next album was the Dynasty Rock La Familia, uh, which was in 2000. Now, that album included a lot of production by Kanye West, uh, and I feel like it was a pretty good project. It was very notable. The only song that I really thought was really notable on that album was maybe This Can't Be Life. Um, yeah, other than that, the beat on This Can't Be Life was by Kanye West, so it was, it was dope, of course. Um, yeah, but that's all I could say about that song. That's It's a really good song. Enjoyed it, you know. His next album. Now, his next album came in 2003, and it was The Blueprint 2.1. Actually, no, his next album, sorry, so sorry about that, was The Blueprint. Now, The Blueprint, I feel like, his was his next best project. I felt like The Blueprint was, like, he just, mm, I, maybe third after in my lifetime. I really enjoyed um, Blueprint, and I feel like, I feel like, now that I think about it, I could ar- it, that could be argued that I actually might like the blueprint better than Reasonable Doubt. Now that now that's coming to me, like oh may- maybe oh shit maybe that is, but uh, I I really like the blueprint, man. I was a huge blueprint fan. I still am. Just just the songs. It won't let me play them for some reason. Just the songs on the rulers back, the takeover, that the diss track against Nas, the furious diss track. Uh, you don't know, uh, heart of the city, ain't no love, song cry, renegade, um, girls, girls, girls. You know what I mean? Jigga. Just all those songs, man. Just great songs. Like it's like a such a perfect album. It really is. And it won't let me play any songs, which is weird. Oh, it's letting me play Song Cry. So we'll we'll just listen to a little bit of Song Cry, and you'll see what I mean. <laughs> This is not the song, this is an ad. This is the song. I think this is produced by Kanye West, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I gotta make the song cry. 
I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I gotta make the song cry. Good dude, I know you love me like cook food, even though I gotta move like a crook move. Okay, that song is definitely produced by Kanye. I was hearing those hits now, and now that's that's definitely Kanye. That's his signature um, drums. So, yep, that's definitely Kanye West, guys. No doubt, no doubt about that, that that's Kanye West. It's the man right there. Um, yeah, but Blueprint, very solid album. Then the Blueprint 2.1 was 03, Bonnie and Clyde was pretty much the only good song on the album. Didn't really enjoy that album that much. Uh, sad to say, uh, then after that we had Kingdom Come. Uh, in 2006, which was, which was an alright album. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, this it was an alright album. You know what I mean? And then he had his hits. His hits collection, 2010. Oh, the Black Album, too. Forgot about the Black Album. Can't believe forgetting all this, guys. People probably listen right now. Like, you forgot the Black Album. What's your problem? Black Album was really good. Came out in 2003. Uh, right before Blueprint 2.1. And I feel like the Black Album was really good. And we know. You pretty much. Anybody who knows hip-hop knows that album. They know. Uh, what is it? 99 Problems. Dirt Off Your Shoulder. My First Song. Like everybody, everybody knows that album. Change Clothes even. like that. That funny thing about that song. That song was so interesting when it came out. Like. Like, change clothes and go. Like, like that song will always be different than any other song at that time. So bubbly as Pharrell was in it, for Christ's sakes. Like, you know what I mean? But I really enjoyed that album as well. And I know I keep saying I really enjoyed that album, but I do. I, 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 I really like Jay-Z. I feel like Jay-Z's a, Jay-Z's a very talented artist. I feel like he's a great rapper, man. Um, let's go and talk about his 20, yeah, then 2013 got the Magna Carta Holy Grail. Now, this is a little bit more mainstream, this project, and it was, it was kind of weird in that way, how it was, he went from being really underground to really mainstream, his key... He developed as an artist also around this time. He was becoming older and way more mature than he already was. And he was already, he was making that investment rap and he started changing up his, you know, style. And he started talking about the fame and what it did to him and all that. Um, Holy Grail with Justin Timberlake was a good song. Oceans was a good song. Uh, That was pretty good. The reason I'm not counting Watch the Throne because it was kind of a collaborative album with Kanye West, but um, yeah, I don't see it part as part of his kind of discography. It was more of a Kanye project, but just with the production, and everything it was way more of a Kanye project than it was a J album. So I, I'm not putting it in in that sort of thing. The funny thing I wanted to go back and talk about Song Cry a little bit because I didn't get to talk about that song much. What I what I think about Jay Z is Jay Jay Z does, lacks emotional depth, and I think we can all agree on that. Whenever Jay Z was making an emotional song, like he doesn't have like the emotional depth of like a Scarface or like a, you know what I mean? Uh, what else can you say? 
Like when like when you listen to Scarface's I seen a man cry. I've seen I seen a man die. You know, it it just it, it just it's real. Just you can hear in his delivery how like serious he is. Like in Song Cry it's like it's just kinda like it feels like not really real like like emotional like not really real emotions. Like it maybe was and I'm not dissing him for that. I'm just saying like it, anybody who listens to that track knows that that didn't really feel like uh feel like that kind of song, you know what I mean? So yeah, he does kind of lack, lack that emotional depth. But anyway, after 2013's Magna Carta Holy Grail, I don't have much to say about that album. Um we had 444 and 444 is his latest, and actually, I wouldn't say that it is. I, th- I think it's like, I think four forty four is his. Uh, no, yeah, because he had this. He had to have the album with Beyonce and stuff. Yeah, so it's his second latest. <laughs> the one before the first, um, the one before the second. Um, so I feel like. 444 was a very consistent. I would put that in top five Jay Z albums of all time, man. 444 was a great album, bro. It had Caught Your Eyes, it had Kill Jay Z, Story of OJ, um, Family Feud, um, what else? What else was on that album? I'm gonna search it up right now. I, anyway, what I remember, I'm looking at it right now, but I'm gonna talk about story of OJ while it's, uh, story of OJ when that song dropped, it, it was very controversial, very controversial. But oh, there we are, we had kill Jay Z, story of OJ, smile, caught their eyes, 444, Family Feud, bomb, Moonlight, Marcy Me, Legacy, and Adnis were like those songs that weren't really noticed. But seriously, I just named. Set, I just need like eight songs in a row that were good songs. Are you kidding me? I think this might be Jay-Z's second best album. Because I don't even think I like that many songs in a row in Reasonable Doubt. So I think this might I think this might be the album. Is it his best album? I don't know. I don't know. But after talking about all this, I think we can... Actually, I'm going to play my favorite song from that album. My favorite song from that album uh, that I think... Uh, not many people will agree with it being a favorite of the album. But I really, really enjoyed his song with Frank Ocean on that one. That one called Caught Your Eyes. That one was that one was great. I feel like the sampling on that... You know, just everything about it was perfect. Frank, Frank Ocean's vocals. Just a great song, man. I'm looking for this song. You told me they don't have this on YouTube either.
you kidding me? They don't even have that. What the hell? That's weird. I, I don't think YouTube... YouTube is messed up lately, bro. Alright, so, yeah, that's it, guys. I can't, I can't find that song. But anyway, after we've summed this whole thing up, I will say, Jay-Z's best album is 444. You can get mad at me if you want. Jay, that's what I'm saying. Based on all this, 444 is his best album. Straight up. So, tell you can tell him that I said it. 444 is Jay-Z's greatest album of all time and i'm not taking that back peace everybody thank you for listening to the podcast we'll see you on the next episode and once again peace